understanding, I'm sure. But I feel like when you're in the water, it just doesn't really interest me. Like you can't fight underwater. Well, I know what you mean. Like there's nowhere to go but the ship that makes you get this limited feeling. And there's not, I don't know. Are we being fair to ship fairing movies? They're so boring. No, there's some rollicking ones. I mean, Mutiny on the Bow is a classic. They shot out there. One interesting, one thing about this movie. So they were saying like shooting on the boat in the water was a disaster. It was people getting sick. The weather was shitty. They had to cancel and Sellers wasn't showing up. One of the scenes in the documentary, he's talking to his friend and they're on the boat sailing on the open sea. And with a digital camera, it's so easy. Yeah. You know, you just set the camera and boom, you go back and forth. Okay, now he's realizing. About the, okay. Yeah. He's. Oh, I see. Oh, no, don't believe it. Okay, he's going to basically abduct the kid. Have we had a chance to listen to Sellers? He sounds like Robin Williams and Popeye. I haven't heard him. Go ahead. All right, we'll go. Yeah. See, he's, just, he's selling this guy. Now, this is an actor named Tony Francesco, and I apologize if I get his name wrong. He was married like four times. He married Shelley Winters. Uh-huh. He had he had a, a big star lead, but he was a very combative guy, and he lost a couple of TV pilots, according to his IMDb, mm-hmm. for just being combative. They didn't want to renew with him. He was friends with Peter Sellers, and Medic got him on the Medic got him on the cat uh, in the film because he knew he was a buddy, and they have they were excited. They never worked together. They never worked again. They had such an amazing fallout. I'll show you the scene. Oh, they have a fu- I mean, in real life, they, okay. Yeah. The documentary was, it talked to one of his ex-wives, the wife at the time, and it was saying, like, although probably maybe the same wife. I don't want to be disrespectful. But okay. he would get his goat. He would call, like, sellers would call him, like, ah, you dumb American cowboy, right? Just fuck with him. And they were on the boat, and there was a scene, and he was fucking with them. And when the scene was shot, uh, and Seller's back was churned, and he went up with his sword and was about to hit him, and he stopped. Like, but he did, you know, the motion. And, but he did the motion with earnest. He was really. No, he was. He was really. He wanted to fucking hit him, but he he restrained himself. He, he okay. was about, you know, he he went that far. So Bert, Peter Seller's driver, saw it, told Sellers what happened, and Seller says, "I do not want to be in a single frame with this man anymore." So you will see on the boat scene. I know nice. this scene is like whatever, but in the boat scene, you'll see the buddies, and then there'll be a scene where they're not. He, you'll see, they're okay. not buddies, and they're not together in the scene. It's really weird. Okay. All right. So, uh, and also getting back to the boat because we'll be on. We, there's the ghost. Yeah. So basically, he wants to take the kid for a test drive. He goes to a cemetery. He says, "All right, kitty, do your thing." But as the wind blows, a, a a sheet over the kid. Look at this. Died 103 of alcoholism. Thank God. <laughs> so so Sellers mistakenly thought he saw a ghost just before he got knocked out. Yeah. So he pa- I think he passed out or something. Are we abducting this kid right this moment? No, the kid's already been abducted. Well, he fell and hit his head on the tombstone, and he oh, was right. knocked unconscious. <clears throat> Why are they wrapping him up if they're not abducting him? Oh, maybe they are abducting him now. Oh, okay. It's, really okay. Just, it's just murky. I mean, the, the print is murky, but the storyline is murky. They had a problem. So 
this film was not going well and they were blaming the director and unbeknownst to the director there was like this shitty uh uh it wasn't an email back in 73 well okay the correspondence yeah but they did send them a telex okay and the telex was like you know you need to learn how to be a director this is a disaster i i have it uh who sent it like the the studio or something carl what what number do you have don't you dare, Michael. No, Spiegelman. I just I just moved my uh my state. Okay, 2019, 2020, 2021, 2022. The years are passing by. Tell me when you get to 30, okay? Two. 28, 29, 30. Okay, great. Okay, let's let me hear where we're going at. So yeah, I guess he's been Shanghai now. Huh? Who did this to you? You tell me. What did this to you? Oh, right, right, right. So the other crew kidnaps him. So Tony sees him and he says, what happened? And one of the, here's one of the jokes in the movie. I've been kidnapped. You've so been kidnapped. Free? You're just a kid. Yeah, he's letting him free. Well, he's letting him, he's untying him and letting him on. And uh, we're going to go see him. But basically, he's, he's now part of the crew. You know, it's one of the reasons why I thought the story was written in the 1800s because it's pretty similar to Robert Louis Stevenson's shit. Yeah, well, maybe that was the model. So <clears throat> he's not going to be. <laughs> there you go, kid. So yeah. he's not going to be abducted like he's tied up. He's now like, now they've shanghaied him and he's part of the crew. Right. So he's going to hate the scratch. He hates Dick Scratcher, you okay. know, as most, most people do. And then, uh, He's going to be buddies with this this suave guy Tony, and again, okay. like this is like the fun. This is the fun times in this movie. The cowboy American. Yeah, the cowboy American. Let's see if I could get his voice. It's like the worst. It's a very distinct pirate voice. <laughs> but he did a shitty job acting. What like, or is it supposed to be comedic? He stopped showing up, you know, and they would have to wait for him. For sellers or for uh... sellers. Okay. You know, the other guy did, he was there, he was there with his family. Like everyone was on the fucking island of, Cy- of Cyprus. So they yeah. they were able to bring their families. And uh, they actually had one of Peter Sellers' daughters talk. She's about our age. And just saying that she would never see him. And then when they had birthday parties, it would be super extravagant because it was the only time they really saw each other. And she just took it for granted. You know, she just assumed that's what it was. Okay, so these two actors are terrific, and yeah. the older of the two, uh, actually, uh, the guy named Jamie, oh, I wrote it down, uh, it's Murray Melvin was on the documentary, and the other guy is named Jimmy, Jamie, Jamie, James Fuller. Murray Melvin. James Fuller is the one with the sideburns, and then the actor. Now, this is, they're British. Oh, no, no. They... Yeah, they're British. So they, they see this ship. Now, this is like a really funny bit. This movie is like an old basis. All right. Well, the guy with the sideburns, the, the fussier of the two, spoke speaks to the director, uh-huh. and the other director, the other guy passed away, but he was like a beloved actor. There's a strange sub story that it's evolved, it involves one of these guys in this movie. So let me set up the joke. The Brits are coming. Here's the British music. The right. Brits are coming. The do the Brits are coming yeah. now. 
They're the Navy of yesteryear. The brilliant idea is that he's going to put makeup on everyone. They're going to take a ship on the, shit on the poop deck so things smell. And they're going to say they have the Red Plague. Remember the Red Plague? <laughs> no. You can't tell in this print. I swear to God, I thought they had, like, the Brown Plague. <laughs> well, they're coming up here. They're very – this is – you know, and the guy was upset. He said we were only in one scene to, at all. Like, these guys show up. Promises like a good movie is going to happen, and then they leave. And I'm playing the music so you'll set up the punchline. So the director was saying, like, they ran out of budget, and when they were shooting, they had a cheap being on the open sea. So you'll see shots where they're like, look, it looks like at the open sea. Right. And then there's other ones where they just put the camera down low on the boat. And mm -hmm. shot it that way. Mm -hmm. All right. So, do you see that distinct red mark? Oh, I know that guy's face. I could be wrong. I think he he has to be the older uh, octetarian in the documentary. This was '73, and the documentary was like 40 years later. Yeah. 40, yeah. So it's interesting because he's still bitter about it. So he's this, supposed to have red dots on him. Yeah, exactly. And in the documentary, it's clear as a bell. And in this this print with the tracking the the cute little tracking in the bottom, mm. it's not the greatest, but it exists, and I like that. <laughs> yeah, this is YouTube, and this is our show. I wouldn't have it another way, really. So if they're basically saying, you know, you pirates are now under the Brits, and we're going to take your shit. And by the way, what's that red mark, and why does it smell like shit? <laughs> and they'll say, oh, we got the red plague, and then they're like, meep meep, I'm out of here. Meep. You mean Roadrunner? Yeah, they're out. And then there's a there's a punchline with the music and the uh, film as they they escape. So there's not much of a plot going on, right? No. Well, I don't know. So one of the things was that Sellers got so pissed off, he you know, uh, medic received Yeah, they received a nasty telex saying it's all the fault of the director. He's pissed at this guy. He's not really talking to him or this and that. So he says, get Spike Milligan on the island. He's going to rewrite this fucking movie. Okay. While they're shooting. So look, they all have the red plague. We got to go. So here, check out the music. It's sped up backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very nice. I swear to God, if this movie was nothing like bits like this, I would love mm -hmm. it. 93 minutes of fucking bits like this? God bless, but it's not. When when Spike shows up and he starts changing things, the tone of the movie is completely different. That's weird, and that guy knows what he's doing. Yeah, I don't think he knew what he was doing here. You know, like he, they talked to uh, Spike Mulligan's assistant. I think like, right. they they were an item because she still lives in that house, but this gorgeous house in London. All right, so here's the deal. The captain's saying, we're going this direction, and Smiley is saying, that's bullshit. It's actually the island's that direction. So set Who's up, sail this way. All right. Who's Smiley? Uh, the swashbuckling guy, Tony okay, Francisco. that's his name, Sw Smiley. No, I don't really remember his name. Oh, you just call him that? Okay. Yeah, it helps me sort him out. One of the pirates himself, the one with the brown glasses at one point, Right. He looks like that comedian that you, you saw. He was actually from Cyrus. 
And he said that they interviewed him in the doc, and he said, Cyprus. Cyprus, yeah. yeah so yeah. he was there, and they, there's a scene that they pretend it's Algiers. It's shot in the market there. And they stopped, and he went to the com get buffet, commissary, and they stopped him. They said, extras can't eat here. This is right, right, only right. for the actors. <laughs> they said, what bullshit? I'm a fucking actor. And he was thought like we were treated by natives. He wasn't the only one being treated this way. They had a riot. And three fourths of their extras left, and they took the costumes. They had this is on land. What was the complaint? That the the British film production was treating them like shit. You know, what like they mean? they weren't able to eat. They they weren't able to go to the craft services. They were you know they were dressed up, and it was poorly it was poorly produced at this time. Uh -huh. So when you see that scene, like they all left, and they had to go back to the actual market, the the production crowd, and rebuy the item the costumes they left with. All right, so let's see what's going on here. That's mutiny. Okay, he goes, uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna mutiny. And he goes, what's mutiny? And he goes, we're gonna stop working. And Peter Sellers, <laughs> stop working. That's mutiny. That's funny. I tell you, there's some great bits of this, but it's like it's like really cool cherries in a big bowl of nasty ass jello. This film, mm -hmm. like you can't wait for the the cherries are cool. All right. Well, yes, this were the Jello. It kind of reminds me a little of Cabin Boy, the Chris Elliott movie. Well, it's on. That's on a ship. But it's a funny movie in parts. You know, there's there's some parts where just nothing happens. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Hey, I'm a talking cupcake that spits tobacco. I Is remember that like heating. Um, what was she? She was like an enchantress kind of. Right. Oh, the Ann Magazine? Oh, no, no, on the... Uh... No, like, he goes into that cave, and there's, like, a woman with a lot yeah. of arms or something. A lot of arms. And, and then her husband comes home. Right. He's like, ah! <laughs> you know, and she has to play it off. <laughs> it's pretty good. Pretty good. Part. I, I liked how he ate the chum, and he thought it was, like, a Look soup. at this. The kid just looked in the camera. He said, you're going to be a pirate. So they, they, they put down their other fake flag and put up their true pirate flag. So Mulligan shows up, and he plays a character that's from the book, Billy Bombay. But being Spike Milligan, he's Billy Bombay from Bombay. And basically, he's an old shipmate. He also was able to see ghosts. That's why uh, Peter Sellers knows. So they're going to meet him, and he's going to say, I'll get you the treasure. I have my own treasure on that island, too. Okay. But that's uh, where well, we're on the boat. The here is... We've got to get in contact, or, or at least Peter Sellers does, has to get in contact with the ghost, you know, right. Peter Boyle, to find out where the treasure is. Right. So here they find a, they're ready to attack this lone ship, although there is one thing on the ship. It's it's abandoned? But yeah. Ghost. Okay. There's one, I think this is where they find it. Yeah, and they have the cheesy fucking music. Listen, I mean, this is like the... This fast speed voice. It is a trap. Whoa. This was shot intentionally like this? I don't know. Sometimes I feel like they just had nothing there. So they just, you know, 
he he had the burden after this experience to edit the film you know Ooh, so the the medic Madad. Okay. so he uh he did what he could you know and so a lot of these scenes they're sped up with crazy sound effects because uh, he's trying know. to make something work yeah or maybe it was intentional like the the spirit of the film like it's sped up like this maybe but he had to make from the time of writing like this yeah was part of... okay but it's not that funny. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of these. Look like medieval knights or something. Why are they right? If we were in colonial sixteen uh, hundreds, we shouldn't see. Are they Spaniards? And they yeah. Still... So they're, this is actually changed to seventeen hundreds in the Caribbean. Oh, because so. he woke up twenty years later. No, he didn't wake up, Carl. He just uh, yeah. I keep saying that he was looking for the map in his. And then next thing you know, it time has passed, and it's twenty years later. So it's like that was just done to be a gag. It's funny, right. but the right. plot still. It went from the silent movie, the Nickelodeon flickering images, to present day. Okay, present day. Oh, so he it's said, "Listen, you can go out there. You know, being a pirate." Well, we're pirates. I want to keep the air. Yeah, I love pirates. Boys love pirates. <laughs> No, there's a fly bothering him. Right? I mean, okay, it's that'll just, be our comedic premise. He's just doing his own thing at this point. Yep. Killed the fly, Carl. <laughs> now I can go to sleep. The first time I watched this movie, I go, oh no, the boat's going to go. Okay, this is kind of like. Okay, but they I, don't play that out. It was just. No, no, it's fine. Yes, yeah, so this is the abandoned ship. It's abandoned, but there's a duck. We already on it. saw the abandoned ship, and there were people. But here's another ship. He well, he doesn't see anything right now, Carl. Because the cap is on. Because the cap is on. Oh, I. <laughs> so yeah, they're basically going. It's called a duck hunt, and they find a boat with a duck. So guess what's going to happen in the next ten minutes? But 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 how is this getting him closer to Peter Boyle? They're they're sailing towards the island. We're, okay, we're heading so they're on their way to the island, and they're coinc- they're bumping into things, and we're right, seeing little little set oh, pieces. Yeah. It's the journey, Carl. It's, it's a baby boat. I don't know. It's. I really, 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 really paid attention to the scene <laughs> because it was like I didn't know what was going on. They basically chased the duck. They they're gonna go on shore trying to shoot this duck. While the duck's waddling. That's it. That's the whole that's the whole scene. Surrender he's saying to the duck. You know, I will give you I'll tell you the story of the cigarette. They're trying commercial. to be funny. Yeah. Now, you know he he went through the boat like that. That gag was used in a cigarette commercial that was shot during this time. Okay. Peter Sellers went up to the director, it was the first weekend they had, and he said, Hey, can you do me a fave? Me and Spike are going to shoot a Benson and Hedges uh, commercial. Can you direct it? Okay, we'll nice. shoot it on the island. They set it up. That guy, Jamie, one of the, the British guys, he's there. So basically, they're breaking into steel gold bullion, and they stop the security bell by putting a Benson and Hedges pack in the bell. And this okay. is on YouTube, this commercial. Okay. And when they leave, Jamie wants to smoke. He sees a pack on the desk, takes it out. When he opens it up, it's empty. The guy said, well, t- 
take the one on the cigarette, take the one on the bell. So he takes it and the alarm goes off. Gotcha. So they have to jump into a boat. Spike Milligan is covered in gold bullion. He breaks through the boat. Okay. The end. Problem yeah. is, both Spike Milligan and Peter Sellers are uh, spokesmen for the anti-smoking league, and they can't touch the box of cigarettes they tell the director during the shoot. Okay. Why did they take the gig? Peter Sellers got a brand new Mercedes Benz with cash money, tax not tax money, but cash money in the car. <laughs> That's the reason why they did. He got fifty thousand dollars in uh, pounds in, in cash, cash in a brand new Mercedes Benz. Spike Milligan got five uh, five thousand pounds. The other guy got five hundred. That's very heavy. Five thousand pounds. Had, I know. I can carry. Have a wheelbarrow. Yeah. 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 You did it. Matter of fact. Yeah. Okay. So now they're at Algiers. This is so. This is where the king is but waiting. We're really for... in Cyprus still. Yeah, this is beautiful. I mean, he walks around Cyprus saying, nothing has changed. 6,000 years is still the same. What is only 40 years compared to the beauty? So yeah, so it's gorgeous. It looks, it still looks like this. And they're saying, shit, the king wants us to give treasure. So, oh yeah, they, they're going sure there's going to be dancing girls. Doodly, 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 do. And but he's not gonna... true or it is true. He's just revving up the ship. There's not going to be any... There's only two women in this movie: the woman who served the food, and then in a sight gag later. But it's all guys. Well, Wasn't a woman singing? Okay, two women. Three, three. Okay. So there was the Irish woman, and then a gag later on. That's it. So they're coming ashore. They have to give the king treasure. This is the uh, sword of the prophet ship, and he, okay. the guy's waiting for Raz Muhammad, the captain, to come. So he says, "Look, I'll." Tally up. Whatever you got, we'll give it to the king. Here, I'll play Freaky Heroes. And, and, and like, it's going to get a pathetic collection. Eggs. Locks. Here's a... Oh, look at that. I find the kettle. Right, so here we are. A little disaster. What? My... Watermelon dock stand. Now the king is examining the other ship's bounty. Yeah, what have you. Fair enough. Again, everyone in this scene is going to fucking quit, riot, and steal their shit and walk off. <laughs> but right now, we're seeing a scene. So he, he's showing all the treasures. The and documentary gonna get... is, I think I need to see it. I mean, I... You do a better job researching because you go through multiple sources. I just felt like this is so analog. Mm -hmm. What was the film saying that maybe I'll spoil the party, but I absolutely recommend the documentary. Here's our treasure. There's a treasure. You must take your heart. Your mother never won. What ship are you? Here we go. Oh, the ship. Oh, yeah, I got it written down right here. I got it. Hang on. Hang on. It's on a piece of paper. The sword of the prophet. That's, that's the king. So he's here. He's the king's going to explain it. You're late. Years late. And where is Ras Muhammad, the captain? Oh, right there. He was killed. But he was supposed to, Ross, the captain was supposed to go to the Portugal islands, right? And, uh -huh. and take, he's like, How did he go? He's like, oh, I was supposed to get like slaves and riches. Like that. 
Oh yeah, that's the joke. How did he go? He went eh, like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, there's fucking jokes in this movie. <laughs> How did he go? <laughs> like that. So he is Irish too? No, he's not. Okay, okay. He's but he's not like the thing pirate. Yeah, but we when we see pirate, we think of like Johnny Depp. We think of Ark, Ark. Right. But he's like a muttering like he's Popeye on the set of uh, the movie. Yeah, he does have that little Irish thing. Okay, well, you know what? He says to the king, I abducted this boy who's going to find treasure. And the king's like, oh, I like this little boy. I'll take him. And they're like, no, don't take my boy. My boy is going to find the ghost. Don't you understand? I need him. Okay. So he's like, no. Yeah, so he goes on like that for a while. Yeah. So we have a storyline now. There they is to... something Irish because he's like a farer. You know, yeah, like I, it's I written it. in his pirate accent, but. It's definitely like a C. Like I, uh, do you, have you ever listened to the Goon Show, the no. radio show? No. Do you know no. of it? Yes, I know of it, and always from researching, and it's always about where Peter Sellers started, and right, of course, it was him and Mulligan at the same time, and uh, it's funny, like it's incomprehensible. I used to listen to the records at the library, you know, right. the listening table, but it was. Uh, incomprehensible like it's so 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 silly the accent the humor okay so this is tony right he's having a he's talking to king and he says don't worry about it king i got it covered once scratch finds the treasure i'm going to kill him the king says well i hope you kill him slowly and he's like oh i hope so too don't show it for me he's made such a coward but if I touch him, he would die of a like heart attack. What do you suggest? Provision. Let him sleep. You see, he believes I am his friend. Yeah, please. Let him leave here right to the treasure. And then we'll put him to death. Ah. Right? This is like such a long movie. He's been doing this for 20 years now. Uh-huh. He's waiting for yeah, see that premise, but it's just a silly, silly thing, so it's okay, but it isn't it's, reasonable yeah. that they would still be in this pursuit. Right. How much is the treasure? Twenty grand? I mean I know. And aren't they pirates? Can't they find another start another? Yeah, no though? pirates go around robbing and stealing. Well, I everything's guess. swell and dandy, but the kid's abducted, so they gotta have to rescue him before they leave. No, and they want this kid just because of the truck. Okay, everybody knows the plan. Yes. Okay, here's the other. This is it. This is the one funny scene. Billy Bombay. Under Buckley, you get all of your idiotic, right? He put it under there, right? Now then, you put your money here, right? Put your money there. Okay, I'm going to play the audio when him and Sellers meets. This is the only funny scene in the movie. This is it. You know, we're talking about, you know, the gems. There's. If this whole movie was this scene that we're going to see, I oh, will okay. tell you this would be the best movie in the world because it's so out there. 
So he knows it's Billy Bombay, his own shipmate. And the way Mulligan plays the, the three card Monty is so funny because he's really doing it. So he's gonna So watch his hands. All right. It's there. He wins, but he doesn't collect any money. He just takes his money back. He can just get his money. Just... The director told him, keep hitting that, that, that tree branch. We can talk here over there. He'll be back. He's lost the boy, so he wants him to do it. Right. Because he can see ghosts as well. the funniest scene treasure right so so milligan writes these rewrites and suddenly it's like hot rod with cool beans the, the <laughs> treasure treasure and the humor is funny it's like a lot of words but the punchline is and <laughs> the director said i asked spike to hit the uh thing so he hits it and then he's like self-conscious about it and he's looking at different camera angles and he breaks the fourth wall right it's right. he goes Come over here. He goes, well, we'll talk over here, over there. And Sellers walks off. And he turns to the camera. He'll and he goes, be back. He'll be back. It's so fucking funny. Like, yeah. It, you know, and it was obviously, like, they'll say on IMDb, this film was directed by Medic and well, scenes for Mulligan. But Medic said, I was the one directing these scenes. I'm asking okay. him to do this. But this is the rewritten material. So it has a completely different tone. And he does bring that up. One other thing about this uh, documentary is that he talks to other bitter directors that work with Peter Sellers. <laughs> and they have horror stories of their own. So they talk to the director of the Fiendish, the Fiendish plot of Dr. Fu Manchu. Right, that's... They talk um, to, um, to the director of Casino Royale um, from the 60s. The, he, the, he was so pissed at the director of Casino Royale, Peter didn't talk to me for three days. They're breaking the kid free right now. Peter Sellers was really a, just a little jerk. I'll you know? tell you, yeah, spoiled, that's, spoiled. that documentary is available on Tubi. When you're on Tubi, there's other documentaries about Peter Sellers, including one he produced himself in the 1960s. Okay. So it, it's him like, oh, 
you know, I think that uh, I, I don't like meteorocracy. You know, like he'll he'll be very yeah. full of himself, uh-huh. but it's all shot under his control. And then I don't know if you ever saw the HBO movie, The Life and Death of Peter yeah, Sellers. I liked it. I liked it too. I actually got the DVD from Walgreens for $2 back in 2006. Whoa! I bought the DVD and I watched it during the pandemic in 2020 and I really liked it. Mm-hmm. And then I got I threw it away after that. I'm like, get it out of my house. Whoa. But yeah, he's he's awful to his kids. He's awful to his many wives. He's awful yeah. to everybody. I really like the way he had an experience with a player in his life. He would become them. Yeah. Right? I mean, like and he's totally on. And, Look, and just end the check chapter. Out, check out the stunt. So they're escaping. Okay. And the boy is going to climb. They're hanging off. He's going to hang it, and he's going to fall. So they must be some stunt actor who's the size of a kid who makes this jump. All right. So, wee cuts to somebody falling off. That's a long jump, and they're like, "Are you okay? Yeah, never. I feel fine. Never better, <laughs> dude. I would be like pancake batter. Yeah, absolutely." Well, they tried, he tried, you know, the boy gets captured. He's like, oh no, my ticket out of here. I'll ask my friend to do it. No dice. So they get, the, they free the kid. How nice is that? How humane. Their colorful boat, colorful boat is pulling out. Yeah. I mean, these are beautiful shots, some of it, but, you know, they were just saying he didn't know what he was doing. Whoa. Or he got me a. Cypriot crew. The horror. Uh, Apricot Cypriot. Yeah, one of the things they were saying is that, like, Peter Sellers got more and more withdrawn and was just very alone during the shoot. Like, and uh, they, they, Another problem was the director himself. The director himself has a really interesting story. He was born in 37 in in, uh, Budapest. And then he was seven years old when the Germans invaded in 44. Uh And he had him and his family pretending to be Christian. They were able to escape. However, so after the war, his older brother by two years died. The brother was 16. He was 14. Then cool. his father okay. died. Oh, wait, how did the brother die? Or you don't know? I don't really know. Okay. You know, I, it wasn't the like father to... the father had a heart attack. He died holding his with his arms around this the director as a kid. He what? was holding his son, and he died of a heart attack. That is hilarious. So he, you know, his big movie up to this point was The Ruling Class with uh, Peter O'Toole. In the documentary, he said, "My wife." Committed suicide during the shoot. Right. So this guy is like full of self guilt, self hatred, and self guilt. So when all this shit's going down, yeah, he he blamed himself. And I think one of the reasons why he did this documentary decades later was to just clear the air for himself. Mm -hmm. You know, to see it from another perspective. All right. Now here, here's some. Yeah. He 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 wants the mutiny, so they're gonna make him walk the plank. Okay, so he wanted to mutiny, so they're... There's some mulligan humor in this. The kid doesn't like it. He's going to say... Oh, you'll see. 
Not the pokey, pokey, pokey. Here we go. Think of his mother. Think of your mother. <laughs> That's the joke. Yeah. All right, before he dies, he's going to sing a song. Pokey Pokey. He says, well, uh, it's good my mother. I want to sing a song for my mother. And the joke, Carl, it's going to take a couple minutes. Okay. Someone's going to throw food at him, and he's going to go off the plank. He said, why did you do that? He goes, I can't stand the song. Somebody's going to throw food at him. He's going to throw something at him. It's going to knock him off the plank. Oh, he's okay. going to okay. dash into the water. And they'll say, why'd you do that? He goes, I can't stand the song. One thing, like, he was saying he was in the helicopter shooting above, and suddenly, like, planes went by. Right. Like, the Israeli war was going to start in the next couple of days. So oh, they had like it's uh, the Mediterranean, yeah. Yeah, this guy with the glasses. He's he's in the documentary saying that uh, they treated him like shit. The boy's going to save him. Yeah, and help! I can't swim. Because the guy well, goes, "Help! Stupid. I can't swim." So he jumps in. I know this is all like I don't want to walk the plank, and then they immediately jump in. Uh. And he's like, I can't swim either. Yeah, it's stupid. Wait, so Peter Sellers can't swim either? None of them can. So and here comes our... Yeah. So he saves them. Meanwhile, okay, so, treading, they were treading water. Like, I think so. So this is where the fallout occurs during the shooting here. And there's a point where you're going to see Peter Sellers and Tony together. And it's, it looks great. Because right now they're together. Everything's swell. But yeah. at a certain point, they're going to not be in the same scene together. You'll see how they do it. Oh. Okay, so let's see. Uh, I watched this movie twice, Carl. I really try to get the plot going, and I just yeah. hate it. Yeah, yeah, okay. I have to think of something. I don't know what the drone is. I tried listening to this a couple times. Yeah, the kid's pissed. Like he has a little more agency. But we are. I think they're uh, sending him to like a. Is that know. a little island? Yeah. God, even the sound is like no. That scored this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why wouldn't we have a little music going? Up? You know, like appropriate for yeah, little Kesha in the background. Oh yeah. So, what are you doing? The captain told us to do it. Okay. Hey, what are you doing? Don't touch that. This is it. This is the fallout. They're not going to be in the same scene together. Same shot. Okay, so right now we're yeah, it's post fallout. He's he's standing in the little trap drawer thingy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
if that's what you want. So they're going to fight. How stupid is this? Right? He won't he won't appear in the same scene with them, so they, they set it up that they're fighting through that door, that trap. I guess it's funny. It's not funny, Carl. Listen, man, we've known each other for decades. This is not yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just silly, you know, it's a... Uh... Silly in an unfunny way. Yeah. Now he's taunting the... Yeah, so Sellers mocked him, oh, you poor American cowboy. During the dueling scene, Peter teased Tony. Tony pulled his pirate sword out while Tony was on the poop deck, went to attack him, didn't, brought it down. Sellers didn't see it, but Bert did, told Sellers. Sellers gets so pissed off, he removes his wig, throws it in the ocean. I will never be in the same frame with Tony Francisco Francisco again. Okay, weren't they just this moment, though? Yeah, but, I mean, it's the magic of editing. I mean, uh -huh. you know, so there's the scenes that they're together is before the fallout, basically, or they yeah. had to do the shoot. You know, he, he had, probably had to do it. So, you know, when Spike arrived, he wasn't fans of the director. He was side, he was team Peter, but he got to respect him. And, you know, he, especially after the cigarettes, brouhaha. But what happens is that Peter Sellers and Spike Milligan has a fallout. Look how funny. Really? Look Another smiling. fucking fallout, Peter yeah. Sellers? Jesus yeah. Christ. I fucking love this guy. Why is he getting hung? I keep thinking it's like mutiny or some bullshit like that. You know, because he like knows he figured out. Fought? Yeah, he okay. figured out that this guy was going to just kill the captain once the once the treasure's there. Okay. Oh yeah, he says you're not going to. Uh, you'll pay for this. They're about to hang him, so the hangman says you'll pay for this, and Seller says, "No, nah, I'm doing this for free." That's the joke. Oh my God! No, that's fine. I think they're on the Treasure Island. Are we done with this film? We still have more. So we still have B Billy Bombay. Oh for my God! We have over thirty minutes left. Uh huh. Uh, Carl, now you know. Don't worry, man. I think there's like one funny bit coming up. Okay, good, good. I'm looking forward. Oh, to there is. There is a funny bit. It's very Monty Python, Gum Professor Gummy, and you'll see. Like well, Milligan's you know, it's, he's made me laugh during this film. I'm waiting for the next laugh. Right. Like, what's the gag now? Who is it? Stand still. Like, what does he keep going? Like, he's here something. You know, it, they shot this film for... So, this all looks the same. Fucking Cyrus looks the same. These old bullshit, you know, therapists. Well, I wonder if that was, like, Roman or Greek. I mean, Cyprus is right next to Greece and... And Rome, yeah, empire days, you know. Sure, the island of Cyprus, the island of Cyprus, Bithyats galore, the island of Cyprus. So, I this is something Cypriot. All right, the kid's gonna figure it out. He goes under this tree. You remember that f the king was eating that awful eggplant-looking fruit? Is but, he cover ah. gravity? Okay, so here, yeah, the king. Okay. So it's like, I think it's juniper. It's some kind of juice, uh, fruit, that they use for invisible ink. Okay. And the map 
is not clear. The boy's going to have this epiphany after this whole shenanigans with his old shipmate. So uh, the pirate map has got some invisible ink, and he's going to get the juice that he needs to decode. Not even that. He's going to say he must have got the juice from this tree. I Just bet you idea. the treasure is buried under this tree. Oh. What? Right. Hey, it's my old captain buddy. Who is it? Yeah, this this kind of fruit. I don't know, like whatever it's called. He says, like, if the map was used that ink, the the ca captain Roz must have just fucking put it under the tree. Okay. So, but they're not going to discover that till now. We're going to discover another treasure. Remember, uh, Billy Bombay said, "I have my own treasure. It's silver." Yes, that's right. Yep. They're going to search for treasure, and they're going to accidentally find Billy's. Uh, treasure, which is just cannonballs. Cannonballs? Are they? And that's in the book. Are they made of silver, or they're just silver colored, they, or they are painted black, but they're all made of silver. And of course, the ships use uh, attacks Billy with using the uh, cannonballs. Okay, so they blow, they fire they just, away their treasure. That's exactly right. And there's a whole scene where he says, "You idiot! It's made of silver. How many of the balls do you use?" They go. All of them. Yeah. <laughs> now I have to go collect them from the sea bottom. Basically, uh, ghost hunt. So there's the captain can finally use this boy to talk to the ghost. This is mazes and monsters. Uh, age. Yeah. Listen, it's great. I don't know if it's great, but it's it's not great acting. It's sixty-seven days to shoot, and it went from super hot into like windy to sub-zero weather. Like it's, the weather was a big factor in making this movie suck. Making and it suck, yeah. He confronted the producer, and the producer says, "You know, we lost money on this film. Once the money was there, we couldn't back out." Okay. And, yeah, you were used as a punching bag. You know, you. Who was used as a punching bag? The director. They blamed everything on the director. One of the things okay. Tommy Clyde, the fire, one of the fire producers, did was he gets fired and he shoots off a letter to the people in the mainland saying, "This director doesn't know what the fuck he's doing." And the director <laughs> saw this letter uh, in the archives. Every movie has these boxes, they say, of archives, and they're right. going through it. And he's like, "Oh, we shouldn't have showed that to you, Peter." He's like, "No, this is bullshit. This is all lies." But it set the course. The producer lied to the people away, saying the director doesn't know shit. They write this nasty letter saying the director needs to learn how to make a film. And he's saying, like, but they couldn't, he couldn't quit. He had a second kid coming, and uh, the director gets blamed if he quits. So he yeah. actually stayed and made this movie. 67 days. He said they had a, a party. They shot some of the scenes like the Irish scene at a, a studio in London, okay. in, in England. And they had a cast party there. And he said, well, as director, I wanted to show up. It was a hellish shoot. Nobody was there. there was Nobody two came to the party? There was two drunk crew members from a different movie being shot there that were there. <laughs> so, Nobody went to the after party? Well, he delivers this movie. He goes back and he edits it. He gives it to Columbia Pictures. And they said, this movie's incomplete. You know, we're not, we're not going to do it. So uh, they shelved it. He didn't work for another five years. He says that, you know, the next thing he did was this Graham Chapman movie, 
and they were shooting in England next to the studio, the next to the set that was doing Revenge of the Pink Panther. Oh, and Peter Sellers came up to him and he said, "Oh no, no, I'm so I doesn't sound like true. We'll we'll buy the film and we'll have Spike narrate it." And he said, "Like it was a nice." They went out and they got drunk, Uh and then years later, he read that Peter Sellers died of a heart attack at age fifty-four. So Peter Sellers never followed through with anything he promised. No, he didn't. But they he, they left on better terms. Like they were able to like drink uh-huh. it out. Okay. But it. he also died of that fake heart attack for real at fifty four. Yeah, yeah. He faked a heart attack and then he really did die of a heart attack. He had a heart attack, faked it, and then he died for real of a heart attack. Is he seeing a ghost right now? Yes, finally. Right, we finally see a ghost, huh? What was the last time you used the phrase noonday? Like noonday sun. Never. What about the preposition in? In the new in the ghost in the noonday sun. Now this rolls off my noonday sun right now. So wait, we just saw a real metaphysical thing? No, it's it's the cap it's the his crewmate playing a prank on him. Oh great. <laughs> Which is where the wrong guy's treasure is. Right. Don't you like that little sight gag? He's yelling from a tree and they cut to the captain in the boat going, ah, oh, treasure. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. So now they're going to dig it up and thinking they found treasure, but no, they just found cannons and cannonballs. They just found these cannonballs. So they're going to use the cannonballs. They'll bring it on the ship, but they're going to search again for the treasure. For the real treasure. I mean, is that funny? They they find someone else's treasure? I guess. This is in the book, too. This storyline. A lot of this is the book. I mean, obviously, the the, the jokes added and the uh, name fuckery and shit like that. <laughs> fuckery. I don't think Dick Scratcher oh, was a kid's fuckery. name. You know, in the book, his name was Dick Scratcher. No, he was Captain Scratch, I think, or Scratcher. Look how right next to each other they are. It looks like it's under a big W. You can't miss it. He like tapped on Mad, 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 Mad. Right, right, Mad, Mad. They're doing this shot. The camera's in the hole as they look down at their, their treasure. Very Orwellian. George Orwellian? From no, uh, um, I meant, um, I made a mistake, not Orwellian. Uh... Orson Welles is what I was thinking of. Oh, Orson Welles. I gotta stop telling myself that I can get a little high. Well, honestly, we're, we're this record at this time. You, you couldn't wait. You got work tomorrow. You timed it right. <laughs> oh, let's try it. Look at this all goofy shit. You yeah, know exactly yeah, what they're yeah. doing. Let's hear it. <laughs> Right in his eyes. Right in his eyes, Carl. (laughs) 
He blew that powder right in that guy's open eyes. And you think, oh, the cruelty, the cruelty. That guy was was with the joke. He opened oh, his I eyes. Look, he's, he's so depressed he's going to drink in bed. Okay, now here comes Spike Milligan, crew. Looking for the treasure, their treasure. Yep, and they all look like Spike Milligan. Interesting, funny. Now, one of the British officers, the, the upright one, he said that Spike Milligan asked us to dress as Spike Milligan, and I refused. The director himself was saying that he would say, hey, Spike, and someone else, Spike Milligan trained them to... To, uh, act like him so <laughs> other people would answer and he wouldn't know which spike milligan is on <laughs> like they all I have mean, to rip this is like professor gummy i guess they all look the same yeah they all ooh, ooh. oh we hate scratcher it's goes, funny right this is funny he goes oh scratcher took it i scratch and they all start scratching oh yeah it's a little keystone copy no. Oh. <laughs> and then they go and ship. This is all added. I mean, this is different tone. You know, he was not complaining, but he brought up like you can't carry an entire movie like with this type of humor. You know, it needs some kind of. But I would love it. I would love every single scene to be like this. Yeah. The thing is, you're not, you suspend disbelief. It's just being stupid. But it wasn't the whole, it's a different tone. Well, okay. Well, I mean, like him going cha-cha, cha-cha, cha-cha. Yeah. You know, that's not. Well, that was movie. Spike again, though, yeah. that scene. Okay, well, they're going to stop these mulligans by shooting the, the cannonballs at them. Okay, I gotcha. And again, like, this is practical effects. So... Hopefully they just have a bunch of hats in the water as they shoot cannonballs at him. But it looks like they hit him like he's going to be on land and they're going to knock a couple right by him. Oh, they're all making silly noises. I mean, it's funny, especially if you're a Spike Mulligan fan. Like now, pick... does Spike Mulligan realize those are my cannonballs? That's right, because he's going to go on shore and they're going to land and he's going to look at the balls and realize it's his silver cannonballs. Okay. So now they need to do a scavenger hunt on the They don't ocean. even bother. The okay. joke is they waste... Yeah, how many did you shoot? All of them. Yeah. That's it. And sure enough, they shoot all of them. They both commiserate, you know. Okay, here we go. Look how close it goes, right? That's close. Holy shit, yeah. But I mean, are they really cannonballs? It's a movie. It landed with an explosion. It has to be something. Yeah. The Irish Popeye. Now, the movie, this is a very clear scene. He's singing about the boy. Wait, all his crew is dead? 
I guess so. What a cool that makes things a lot easier. You know, they shut down production when they helicoptered them out. Uh, oh, I did. Right. Oh, it's still going on and on. Oh, 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 if that was in every scene, I would be like, what the fuck is this movie? But now I just kind of half-heartedly be like, yeah. Look how he throws the silver. Yeah. You'd think he would be collecting his silver. He was too angry. I think he just wants to kill the guy. Is it like clearly not Ireland? Probably it looks like Ireland. Well, right now it's not. It, right now they're not in Ireland. It was only just for when they got oh, to oh, oh. Okay. They went to Algiers and now they're at their mystery uh, treasure they're island. They're at some Mediterranean island. Yeah. Gotcha, 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 air. In another moment, I'd have thrown him in pieces. Ah. What's the matter with you? What's cutting here? It was never like this before. You stole my treasure. You stole my ball. Huh? We ain't got no ball. And we ain't got no treasure. Uh, so he explains it to him now. Right. So keep oh. it up. He's going to go, how many huh? did you do? Right. What? <laughs> Is it a king's ransom? In bars. Right here, come in the fire. All of them. Oh, 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 Mahamra. <laughs> <laughs> he got two ghosty spotters. That increases our chances twice. Whichever of the ghosty spotters sees the ghosty parts, that's the one what gets the extra share. Right? Well, good luck on your lad. But I'm assuring you, I can see a ghost in the middle of the day with my eyes shut. Okay, you get the idea. So. Yeah. They finally get our friend Billy Bombay from Bombay to ghost hunt. If they could really treasure hunt, it would be an effort, but they need to start crawling the shore. Mm -hmm. the, the, the silver's right there. They shot the cannons all in one spot. Right. Right, they would just have to, to go in the ground. I don't think they even want to. They're just like, fuck yeah, it, there's another treasure. Good. Yeah. Listen, you can see ghosts, right? Yeah, I can see them with my eyes closed. Well, great. Oh, well, let's go find the other the, treasure. I want to see me some ghosts. Yeah, so. Oh, even these ghosts. 
Yeah. All right. So again, Tony and the other guy there, they don't, they got other plans and they're going to get this kid involved. 